Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. everyone here i am it's nikki glazer it's the nikki glazer podcast if this sounds a little different today it should i am using you know not the greatest audio technology to record a podcast just the first part don't worry it's gonna um, improve greatly in a second once we get andrew on but i'm doing this first part after the show we taped because i'm headed to the airport now and um we had a little glitch this morning and so I have to do this part uh, after, which doesn't bother me. Now I can kind of reflect on what we talked about. I am headed to the airport. Uh, I was in Vegas. Uh, Vegas, Vegas. I'm going to say that right. Not Vegas. Um, I was staying at the Sahara Hotel. Nice place. D- like, loved my room. A lot of white couches that now have Sally Hansen leg spray on them and um you know yesterday when my hair and makeup people asked to use my bathroom I said just know that that is not poop it's spray tan I wish that my feces had that kind of summery glow but it's definitely spray tan on the toilet seat um and that's that wasn't me making a joke it literally is on the toilet it's on everything um and uh yeah it was a it was a great little trip I'm leaving um less than 24 hours before I arrived I think I got in who cares? You guys don't care what time I got in. So, um, I got in, I, uh, uh, it was fun cause I flew out here with my friend Emil Joachim, um, this show that I'm doing a guest appearance on. Um, it's not on TV yet, but it is a reality competition show that, oh my God, I can't wait for you guys to see. Honestly, it's, I thought it was going to be a show that I wouldn't watch. I'm just going to be honest um and then I got here and I was like deeply moved by it and I was on the finale episode and it's it's one of those I was just like I can't wait when is this coming out I can't wait to watch it and then like the thing we taped it was just so fun and moving and vulnerable and that's why I love reality tv I really do because people who sign up for it are in a place in their lives where they like have no other options 
and they're just like, I guess I'll do this. And that's, you know, that's already a vulnerable place to be, but to also put yourself out there in a way where you're like, even if they don't know that they're going to show a side of themselves, that's bad. You know, like no one goes on the housewives thinking they're going to throw drunkenly get naked and throw tiki torches into their best friend's pool. I don't know that. And that's not even a, a thing that exactly happened. I'm just kind of, I saw one clip and I was like, no one wants, no one signs up thinking they're going to do that. Everyone goes, listen, I'm actually going to be different. I'm going to, if the cameras are around, I'm going to behave uh, differently than Dorinda would. And the truth is you wouldn't like you forget the cameras are there and these shows like you know, crack you because they, you don't get enough sleep. You're, you're, you know, isolated from your family and friends. You have no phone. Like you're deciding, you're like, things come out. So there's like vulnerabilities on this show in particular that I was very moved by and like horned up by, to be honest. And you'll see why I said that when it airs. Um, but it was really fun. I got to bring Emil Joaquim, who's one of my best friends. He met me in St. Louis. He flew from New York to St. Louis. And then we had a connecting flight from St. Louis to Vegas. And um, it was it was so fun to just... It's fun to fly with a friend. And good boundaries, too. Like, as soon as I wanted to sleep, I was just like, hey, I'm going to sleep. No, no hurt feelings. I see so often that people just, like, do things for other people when they don't want to do them. And... I just, I get so sad when I see people do that. Like, uh, there was a, uh, Feidelberg, uh, John Feidelberg, one of the hosts of KFC, the KFC podcast on Barstool. Those guys are my friends. And he posted a clip the other day. And when I was on his show last time, he told me that he'll hook up with girls that he doesn't really, like, he's not into because he just feels bad and, like, doesn't want to make them sad and they want to hook up, so he'll just do it. And I was like... I thought only girls did that. And obviously I don't think only girls do that, but it just made me sad that this guy that's like so funny and mature in so many ways, I think would do something he didn't want to do just because he didn't want to make a girl feel bad. Like that's a self-esteem issue. No offense, Feidelberg, but you need to work on your self-esteem. And I only say that as someone who also needs to work on it and who avoids being alone with men because I'm scared I'll give them everything they want, even though I know going in that I don't want to do that so sometimes you're in the moment you just like give people what they want and it's something you got to work on but he was telling a story about being on a plane and tell me what you would do in this situation and you know I can be very like this is the right way and all other ways are wrong and my sister told me that this weekend she was like sometimes you just like come off like a know-it-all and I'm like you're right and let me just be honest like I don't know it all but there are some things I'm pretty certain of and one is that that he did not handle the situation the right way. And I think I'll prove you right because I think a lot of you would do the same thing because based on the comments from this video I watched, people were like, I'd do the same thing. And I'm like, God, people just let people walk all over them just to be nice. Um, so he dropped his uh, phone during a flight. He was watching a movie. He was in, um, I think, the window seat. He dropped his phone during the flight and... Uh, he did the in order to get his phone he would have had to kind of wake up the person next to him the person next to him was snoozing and he would have had to like disturb the person next to him to like get his phone so instead he just listened to the movie he was watching for the rest of the two hour flight you tell me would you wake up someone to get your phone if that was like and, and there's no other way to do it unless you have to wake them up let's just say that that's the scenario would you do that to get your phone? If you answered no and you would just listen to the movie, okay, and I know you think you're right because that person's sleeping. What if you, um, and you're like, it's just a, a phone. I can do without it. But let's be honest, you don't want to do without it. It's not like that enjoyable. And if a person's able to fall asleep in a middle seat, they can get back to sleep after you wake them up. Um, but that aside, even if they can't, wake them up. Please, God, wake them up. Don't just sit there and listen to a two-hour movie because you don't want to inconvenience this stranger. And here's my argument. And I wrote it in his comments, and I didn't know if he wrote back to it. If you were the person in that middle seat and the person next to you dropped their phone and you were asleep, would you want them to listen to Mad Max Fury Road for two hours because you were sleeping? Or would you want them to wake you up? 
Now, if those answers don't match, if you would want someone to wake you up, but you also wouldn't wake up someone, we've got a self-esteem issue here because you are willing to treat people better than you treat yourself, right? That's just, that's just plain, simple logic. Um, I would wake up that person in a second. I send back food in a restaurant if it's not good. I, and, and not in a bitchy way, just like, oh, this isn't right. Um, is it going to go to waste? Can someone box it up instead of throw it away so I can give it to someone or like, you know, but respect yourself. The, if you, and, and if you have trouble doing this, ask yourself if someone else wouldn't inconvenience me because they were scared, I would be mad at them. Would that really make me mad at them? Is that guy you wake up going to hate you forever? And if he does, what an asshole. That's so stupid. When people don't like the window seat because they are so scared they'll have to go to the bathroom and wake someone up. What are you talking about? There's no written rule that when you sit in the window seat, you can't wake someone up. You Guys, let's be nice to each other and, and stand up for ourselves in a nice way. Say, I'm so sorry I dropped my phone. I'm so sorry I know you're sleeping. Oh, I say a million sorries, and I know women aren't supposed to say sorry anymore. Fuck it. I say sorry all the goddamn time. Okay, I got to go um, check my bags, and then I'll sign off in just a second. Uh, I'm at the airport now. Actually, let's just bring Andrew in here and get the show started. Andrew! Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> I, Technical I difficulties it's, this morning. It's so funny how much goes on behind the scenes before we go, hey. <laughs> Listen, uh, I think we just, but the, but the beauty is we just jump into it. Um, you're, you're back from Connecticut. You're in our studio. Yeah, I'm back. I'm, we covered I, I, a lot. We already recorded a little bit. Let me just go over the, the, the things. He misses me. He says, my chair is empty, much like Clint Eastwood in that one video that we don't really know the details of, but where Clint Eastwood was like screaming at a chair about Barack Obama. And then uh, you were trying, Brenna wanted you to say something dirty in bed, and you said she was vibrant. Yes. Vibrant. You did skip like over you were talking- how you were how your body oh. was is outlined through uh, self tanner on the chair so it looks yeah, like it looks a dead like body. I'm a dead body and that the and you said that the um person doing the chalk outline it looks like they honored my request to still be tan even in death <laughs> give it a little pizzazz <laughs> yeah um okay so you said uh, to Brenna that she was vibrant what, uh, did you get a word a day calendar or something that you were trying to incorporate new? <laughs> were you did you did you just go to Sherwin Williams and were selecting paint and someone and you had heard that word? What what did you mean by vibrant? Because I think you I don't know what you meant by that. I think I meant um oh I just noticed the room's also painted yellow. This is fantastic. Anyways, I uh, yeah sorry uh, ADD vibrant uh, young. And Actually, vi- do you think that do you think that uh, that paint is uh so tight and wet what if you just like <laughs> you you talked about paint the way you should talk about Brenna and you talked about Brenna the way you should talk about paint <laughs> you're like Brenna's like say something nasty to me like just really dirty talk and you're like you with two coats you can last up to 10 years <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> I, I keep thinking about I know less about paint than I do pussy and it's close but neither one I know much about <laughs> Like I think I've painted one wall, and I think I made one girl have an orgasm. So it's, it's oh my it's, god! Um, I think it's like I watching young. pussy dry. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I like them both real dry. I wish paint came out like fucking um, what's that? A powder? <laughs> powder? I said it like powder. powder. Uh, um, okay, vibrant. I said young, vibrant, and illegal. Actually, which I thought illegal was, that, was kind uh, of funny. Right. Are, do you make jokes in bed? Is that like a, a safe place to like when your like penis is hard? Are you like cracking jokes? I try Isn't not a to. Erection hard to maintain when you're giggling. Well, she's already laughing. No, um, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> no, she do can laugh. laugh. Girls some... can laugh, but I guys, do... when they're hard. Yeah, I don't know. I do laugh sometimes in bed when we are inside each other, and. uh yeah, I don't know, man. I, I try not to make it too funny because it's hard to, like, really work up an orgasm while you're laughing too much. I think there's, like, a, yeah. a, there's a line between. It's, uh, I agree. I, I've always said that, like, you can make jokes after the guy comes and he can really laugh, but he can't. Because I, you know, a lot of times when I would be having sex, like, for a woman, you don't have to maintain anything. Like, sure, you have to maintain wetness, but you're not, like... Your your mind isn't racing like, uh, well, a lot of women's minds are racing. About, oh, my body looks a certain way. Like you're, you're, I'm able to come up with jokes. Like I can think of funny things. I'm my horniness doesn't like take over my brain the way it does men's. Like it's almost like a virus. Your horniness, like it makes you guys so dumb. And it's you like would think a, dumb equals funny, but you guys can't really laugh at like log, like you know, twists of logic and irony. It's like when patting you're, you're, your head and rubbing your belly at the same time. Like, yeah. when I'm fucking, I can only rub my belly, which is staying hard and trying mm. to uh, stay like, I don't know. There, There is something sexy about being funny, but then it's like you laugh and <laughs> it's sometimes hard to get back on track. You know what yes. I mean? Like, um, I, I think that 
I compare it to, I never understand why people would listen to comedy podcasts when they're working out because it makes my body jelly. Like yes. it just makes, it, it takes, I can't like keep my, uh, like whenever I listen to Lonely Island sometimes even, like those songs can really pump me up, but they're so funny that I kind of go like, and I like <laughs> almost fall off the treadmill because it's just like, it's it's a different part of your brain. And you know, it's, it's all about like the kind of thing that I talked about on stage is like funny women, not just necessarily funny women, even though it's been proven that they're not as sexually attractive to men as women who just are just like not opinionated and smart. Um, but... <laughs> it's true it's proven but i think that funniness is can be sexy for a woman like we can we can find a guy funny but like also if a girl laughs in bed like guys are so flooded with insecurities in bed and so are women i mean i, I should know i i am one um most days and <laughs> like a laugh at the wrong time about like you know if your skin is sweaty and it make your chest farts or something like it can just take you out of it. It like, it's just, yeah. So I, I get that, but you said vibrant. And then did that, did she, did you go then make it up to her by saying like, remember when I called you a whale? Wasn't that worse? <laughs> a vibrant whale. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. And he called I, her a whale I, cause she was wearing blue by the way. I definitely joke at times where it becomes too intimate. And I think, I need to uh, not do that sometimes. I think... Um, when feelings get too strong and you got to cut it with humor. Yeah. And I'm going to try not to do that quite as much. I think I did, I did that. We were in bed and we were saying I love you to each other. And I just made an observation about her saying I love you a lot instead of just saying I love you back. Like, you know, like I was like, I, I made an analogy. Like I was like doing a bit. Instead of just being like, I love you too, because I do love her extremely much. But at the time I go, uh, she was like, I love you. And I go, man, you say that a lot. Like I made an observation, like not even thinking. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, and then I go, you know, it's like when someone sneezes, do you say, God bless you every time if they sneeze eight That's times? Funny. So That's funny. That's really keep funny. saying I love you back. And I really meant it as like complete, but it was just not... <laughs> It was a terrible time. Like, it could have been funny maybe two days it later. It seemed like you were dodging it. Yeah, but I say I love you back all the time. It was literally just an observation of, like, how many times do... Oh, right. Like, she probably took it, like... Because a lot of times people go, I don't even want to say bless you or gesundheit. You know, like, why do I have to do this every time? It's almost like, ugh. So she maybe took that as you expressing some exhaustion with yes, the yeah, amount I of I love so. you, which wasn't your point. You were just kind of like making observation that you always do have to say, Andrew, it's so funny. Someone told me I love you today and I like I didn't write it back because I just I was addressing something else in it. And I was like, oh, my God, I just I've never not reciprocated it. And that's so in that's so weird. We are like on the same that but I didn't connect just that. happened that's, to you? That's so weird. Literally this morning, I woke up to a text where someone was like, just being emotional with me and saying like how much they appreciate me. And was like, I really love you. And then I wrote back to like the whole thing and was like, but I didn't write it back. But I do like, it's just, oh. it's, it's wild. I mean, I love her. But I love you as fraught, man. I love her so much. And it's just like, like it, it's just making, also I do think. You can tell. I thought more about this it weekend. too. And I was like, oh, I also like there's definitely something inside me that when someone says they love me, I don't take it in because I don't love myself a lot of times. So mm -hmm. I feel like like I don't I, I, I think I, def, I I deflect on it a little bit because I'm like, how does this person love me so much? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, and I think uh, I do. Yeah. So but it was great. It was an amazing weekend. And, uh, Wait, I just want to go back to that real quick because I yeah. think that that's so relatable and like, and it's hard to admit that like that might be the the source of it because people go, no, I love myself. Like people have a really hard time admitting that they might have, uh, like they might not love themselves, which yeah. is I would say most people don't like themselves. I would say the vast majority, especially of Americans in our culture, do not like themselves inherently and and. You might think you do, but I just, when people choose bad people for themselves or, uh, you know, allow abuse to happen, like if you loved yourself, that wouldn't happen. That doesn't mean you're a bad person that you don't love yourself. It means y you didn't get your emotional needs met 
uh, and you don't even know how to do that. And it's, uh, I always thought I loved myself and like had um, self-esteem, but like you just gotta go, okay, well this, this, this thing that I'm tolerating if, or like abusing my body with this, you know, addiction is a different thing because it's really out of your control and so is everything. There's no free will and you guys know that. But um, <laughs> if you, if you wouldn't allow your child, a, a, a child to experience that or someone you love in your life, then, and you're tolerating it, then you don't love yourself. And you can make the argument like, I'm stronger than this person. I can, I can do it. Those are just excuses so that you can keep on, uh, you know, rationalizing that you're 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 different you're unique like i was talking about this in the intro that we lost but like so many people think they're unique so that they don't have to do things or like you know i was talking about like when i used to starve myself everyone's like you gotta eat three meals a day like that'll change your life you won't binge because you won't be starving and i go i don't get to i'm different other girls can look the way i want to look and the way that i'm meant to look and eat three meals a day, but not Nikki Glazer. I need less because I to I if I eat normal, I'm gonna be gigantic. And you know, I had a moral um, judgment over what that would mean. But the truth is, like, I, I I'm I'm just average. Like my abusive therapist was right. I'm not unique. I'm not special. Some people, yeah, I guess you are special. But like, and I was giving the example of guitar, like. There's some, there's so many things that over the years made me not want to do guitar or not want to sing. I go, oh, I can't play guitar because my fingers like don't move that way and they like hurt. Django Reinhardt has, uh, he's one of the greatest guitarists of all times, three fingers. I found out three fingers because I said two in the intro that we lost and um, Noah held up three and I thought we had three minutes left in the show. <laughs> and then we talked about how, did, how would he be, a, he wouldn't be a good podcast producer. Everyone would always be rushing things um, when they had more time. But, He'd be uh, great at a countdown. <laughs> oh yeah, just three, two, one. <laughs> when you hear That's three, really two, one, you do you think of Wayne's World? I do, every time. No. Remember they go three, two, and you don't say, you oh. don't say one. The, you don't do the and one. he mouthed yes. it. He goes, one, one, one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah. No, I hear like, what you're saying about the lovable thing and like thinking you're different and thinking you're so unique. And for so long, it's, you can use that as a, an excuse to be like, well, no, that's not me. And uh, And then even with love, it's like, I'm not deserving of love even sounds kind of like cheesy in a way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I've, t I've, I'm, I'm, you know, throughout this relationship, I've definitely taken it in more and, um, not tried to be like, I don't know if I'm a relationship type person, you know? Yeah. You're right on point with that stuff. And like, I feel like, I don't know. There's just so many times I convince myself I can't do things because I just go, I'm different. Other people are like, even my, my voice is like, shh. Is I quit smoking pot and my voice is still like I can't hit high notes and I'm like I just am not meant to do it. It's like no bitch go to a voice instructor Miley Cyrus talks like this and she can hit high notes. It's like <laughs> nothing's holding me back. You know like just that like uh, Lou Reed is, is has a gross voice and he makes it work like stop letting stop convincing yourself you're special. I know it's like we withhold things from ourselves by saying we're special like special you yeah. would think is a positive. All in all you're not special and but you are lovable. Yes yes that's <laughs> Isn't so Isn't that ironic don't you think? Okay let's get to God, the that's news. a great bumper sticker. <laughs> but you're not special but you're lovable. <laughs> what is it's it's way worse if it's my kid's special and not lovable. <laughs> yeah that's don't uh let's not don't make that bumper sticker <laughs> all right let's go to you heard it here first you heard it here first. First. Heard it here first yeah you heard it here first oh man i hope you had a great weekend out there folks i had a very nice weekend i hope you had all the swells and if i say weekend one more time maybe the weekend will appear and sing for me Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's Tuesday, by the way. Oh, shit. Don't worry about it, dude. Listen, you're all, you, you, this is a, a weekly thing for you. It's Friday o'clock somewhere. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. First headline. 
So wait, I was <laughs> okay. Here we yeah. The milk Listen. crate challenge is a viral trend. Ugh. <laughs> I hate. No, no, no. I was ucking the milk crate no, challenge. No, no, I, I hate know, it. I know. I know. <laughs> this should have been. Why do I care? But. uh Oh, yeah. People create obstacle courses. I mean, I think everyone knows at this point what it is. Uh, a lot of people are getting hurt. Um, what do you do? If you don't know what it is, I, because someone was talking about it recently and I didn't know what it was. They stack milk crates almost like uh, a, 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 a pyramid, like starting with like a pyramid. Yeah. And you got to run up them and then run on down the other side without falling. And people it's so hard for some reason. I can't even watch these compilations. People get so hurt. I mean, it's so... It, it really does show, though, like... Oh, th we're watching a fat guy teeter on the top of one, and I say fat with love. He He's just a... A hefty man. He's a... Yeah. There's a woman that did it in, like, huge stiletto heels, very, like, gingerly. Oh! Oh, oh no! He broke something for sure. Oh, my God. This just shows I mean, how much, like, people brutal. aren't drinking regular milk anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to stack almond. We should stack our almond milk cartons, those little, and and do an almond milk. Yeah, challenge. let's I mean, appropriate. That has to have been done. Let's appropriate this, the crate challenge by making it oat milk. Oat milk, uh, you know, recyclable, uh, carbon friendly packaging. I do think it does show like something with like uh, how much uh, your mental, your brain takes over your body because they're fine on the first three crates. And then when they get to the fourth crate, yeah, it's a little less stable. But it's it can't be that much less stable. You know what I mean? Like, and I think like your legs start to shake. You see that you're higher. You see that you're almost making it. And then yeah, I don't know. I just think it shows a lot of the human brain and how it works through this absurd it, crate challenge. Oh my gosh, that that stance was almost like the crate challenge like you started off with a really good point no no i'm just kidding yeah you actually stuck the landing on that one you did i was just making a joke i but got like, pretty shaky in the middle there yeah in the middle i was worried but then i was like oh my god he got it back well listen i i am i i gotta brag a little bit here but i um and not brag but like i i hate to talk sports when i don't know anything about sports but i watched the jake paul t uh Woodley, I don't know his first name, fight the other night. T yeah. Tyrone? Why? Is it Where? Tyler? Um, at, Tyrone. Uh, at Tim and Emma's. Or Tyron. And Tyron. Tyron. Okay. He's from Ferguson, uh, which is right in St. Louis. Um, and yeah. I was, I loved it because I saw Michael Rappaport post their like kind of face off, which was at like a podcast desk. It looked like uh, they were going to do an in depth like WTF with Mark Marin. And, um, so they're sitting down and they're talking shit and it was just so that dynamic was so fascinating that I was like, I need to watch this. And I knew that some of my friends were going to watch it. So I was like, I want in on this. Like, I, and I know Jake Paul is just like a guy. It's also not MMA. So there's not as much blood and like kicking to the face and like just things that like I, I it's brutal for me to like watching that guy fall in the milk crate was not fun. I hate ridiculousness. I hate Tosh.0. I never like seeing people get hurt, but boxing you know, I saw the Tyson fight where he bit Holyfield's ear off. Like, I've, I've been watching it since I was a kid because my dad worked for cable and always got free pay-per-view and my parents loved boxing. I loved that fight the other night and I was completely, like, uh, blown away that Jake Paul in the fourth round looked like he was out. Like, I go, it's done. Because you can't get punched in the head that much and, like, see straight. And then... He lasted all eight rounds. Like, I thought he was out. I was not by any means rooting for him. I was rooting for Chappelle. I thought Chappelle was going to not last eight <laughs> rounds. He was standing and clapping the whole damn time. But um, did you watch it? I mean, I'm sure I you watched, watched highlights. I watched the highlights of it, and I, and I know a ton about, like, the story behind it. So Why? do I know. I mean, Jake Paul. Want to go toe-to-toe? Oh, you want to go toe-to? You want to create yeah. challenges? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's, Noah, ask us any question. I know everything. I mean, let's just do like, like uh, you know, 
Okay, uh, I'll go first. Sure. So Jake Paul was on Disney Channel. His older brother's Logan Paul. He is a YouTube sensation. About three years ago, he decided to start boxing. He boxed another YouTuber, which he drawed with. And then he ended up being like, hey, I want to be a boxer because I'm tired of making uh, cheesy little shitty videos every day where I you know, do a move on a bicycle while someone goes, oh. And so uh, I... Uh, so then he starts boxing and he starts taking it seriously. So does Logan. They both have an athletic athletic background. They both wrestled in high school from Ohio. Big guys, bigger than you think, uh, more athletic than you think. Uh, Jake Paul ends up um, fighting uh, three fights. One, last fight against Ben Askren, who he knocked out, who happens to be friends, best friends with Tyrone Woodley, who's also from here. He went to University of Missouri, which is connected to Nikki somehow. Um who, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> this crate I mean, is getting, uh, yeah, the, wait, we're, you're at the top of the crate, man. Yeah. Can you, can you, can you, can I take us down the other side? Yeah. Take us down, baby. Okay. So, uh, uh, Woodley fought Ben is his name. What's his last name? Ben sorry, I guess. No, no. Ben Jake Paul fought Ben. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jake. He just ben, fell. Everyone's laughing at I you. I know everyone. <laughs> I'm that guy that fell. Okay. So Woodley, Woodley's best friend, Ben Askren, uh, he, he shows up to weigh in and he looks like dad bod. Like this guy didn't put in any effort because he's fighting a YouTuber. Like he didn't even train. Actually, he did train. That's just what his body looks like. He fought Ben Askren. Uh, Askren has also got a place in Wisconsin where he lives with his wife and kids. They've got a, a Frisbee golf course there. He's just living the life. <laughs> He's happy. Um, his best friend, so when his best friend was fighting Jake Paul, uh, or when, when Ben was fighting Jake Paul, uh, Woodley comes into the locker room when they're, uh, like, he went in to watch him tape up. Uh, ben went in to watch Jake Paul tape up to make sure he wasn't doing anything squirrely. Standard procedure. Then Woodley and him start talking shit, and that's when Woodley locked in was like, I'm going to beat this motherfucker. And so then that's when it started. And then uh, Woodley is mainly a uh, wrestler. He grew up wrestling. And then he also is uh, very accomplished with UFC. He is, you know, a, a big guy. But not like the tallest guy. I don't know. These are things I know about him. He was wearing white shorts with uh, pink and blue. Uh oh, your then, legs are getting wobbly. Blah, 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 blah. So then uh, he challenges Jake Paul. Uh, Jake Paul. Uh, uh, Jake Paul is just a boxer who's only been you know really focusing on it for three years. Woodley's not really a boxer either, and is mainly UFC wrestling. So they are both coming at it. You know the analogy that my friends used is that what said Nikki. It's like in three years if you challenged a rapper to a rock and roll concert. Like they're musicians and have worked in that field of music, but not specifically rock and roll. But you have never worked in rock and roll except three years. So it'd be like me being like a Taylor Swift sing-off with Nicki Minaj, which she would whoop my ass probably, even though she's mainly a rapper. Do you know what I'm saying? Is that I a good get, analogy? I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Also, Woodley's 39. Jake Paul's 24. Uh, oh, yeah. Woodley's also apparently pretty much bankrupt. And Jake Paul's making millions upon millions of dollars. So, uh, and there's so there a whole thing a about whether or not sure. the fight is rigged. Oh, um, yeah, there's a whole thing of that. But, I, I mean, I heard that Woodley, in, in you know, since he's become an older man in the past five years, since people, my uh, you know, I have friends that really uh, are, know a lot about him, he has always, he, they even predicted it. They go, like, we're, even before the fight, they're like, Woodley just doesn't, he gives up. He, like, doesn't. He he crate challenges. Like, he just kind of... I was just waiting for him to kick in because he was holding back so much during the whole fight. And Jake Paul is swinging so much more than him. Really, like, bouncing around more. Head up. Woodley is just, like... I thought... As it got down to the last 15 seconds of the f final round, I go, this guy's gonna come out of nowhere and just... This is gonna be a knockout. But it didn't happen. And he just never... He never came out with, like, any pizzazz. So men, maybe, um, what, what are they saying it's rigged? How are they saying it's rigged? Well, they think, well, Woodley at one point had Jake Paul in trouble. Woodley has uh, has has lost his last, like, three or four fights, too, in the UFC. And he was, like, gun shy. So that was, like, the whole thing. But mm. um, they said that, you know, if Jake Paul loses and gets knocked out, this whole train is over. Like, this whole, he's making... You know, twenty million dollars a fight. If he loses, he's not going to come back from it. He's done. I thought they made five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. 
dude, that's that's what I heard no, is what dude. those what they're walking away with. I mean, maybe after all is said and done uh, on the back end, but 500 is what they make. But we can fact check that later. Let's get to the next story. <laughs> Great challenge. I think we both fell at the same time. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, great challenge. Next story. Changing your situation can be therapy, but people tend to ignore the impact of situational factors on their behavior of themselves and others. So essentially, we always say it doesn't matter where you are as long as you love yourself, but apparently it does. But that's also a factor of if you love yourself or not. Like, if you're staying in a place that isn't good or staying in a situation that isn't good, if you don't love yourself if you're going to stay in it, if you do love yourself, you're going to find a way out. So I do think it still comes down to that. And uh, that's what they call in like 12 step program stuff, like pulling a geographic where you go, you know what? I'm going to move to California and it's all going to be different. It's like, no, you're, unless you change what's in here and I'm pointing to my, uh, larynx. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unless you get those tits, uh, unless you get implants, (laughs) California is not going to be different for you, babe. Uh, well, if anything, you're going to, you're going to, you're, you know, you're not going to be as valuable there. The example though, like, so there was a kid in high school who in like the normal kind of public school system, he wasn't thriving. He became like an introvert. He became like really sad and depressed. They put him in a different kind of school that was more inclined to uh, fit, mm-hmm. fill his needs. And next thing you know, he's starring in the musical the next year and like completely changed him like how he uh interacted with people so i mean it you know one could come after the other like you could start loving yourself based off if you change your situation first like let's say you lived in detroit and it was fucking cold all yeah, the time well, and a lot of times you're right kids don't get to change their situation because they are they're beholden to what their parents do for them so that yes. can make sense like but if you're an adult that can do your own things like if you're if you're blaming your situation for making you miserable and i know a lot of times you're like i can't quit my job i can't move i don't have the um then i don't know what to tell you actually that sucks and <laughs> i mean yeah i like living in poverty is going to make you sadder than living in not yes. poverty i mean it's just but wouldn't uh, you rather live in poverty on the beach mm, or would that just make you more no. sad because you're next to the beach and everyone's happy yeah, well, people say that, like, if you're homeless, why wouldn't you move to California instead of New York? And um, it's because I, I don't know why people do that, um, actually. <laughs> I, on fire. I, I'm, I'm one of those people that actually says that. And, I, and there's got to be an answer for it because. Well, I think the walking traffic in New York is better. So you're more inclined to make more money. Ah, um, that's a know, good point. There's, and then uh, the traffic is just bad in L.A., am I right? <laughs> Let's take a break and then get to Why Do I Care? Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. 
Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, why do I care? (laughs) Why do I care? Okay, um, Dennis Rodman's 48 Hours in Vegas will be turned into a movie. Now, back to sports, unfortunately. Sorry, Nikki. Um, no, remember I'm Remember the Michael Jordan documentary? Oh, do I remember the Michael Jordan documentary? The Last Dance made me feel like all I want to do is think about basketball, play basketball, learn about basketball, read about basketball. Uh, I was obsessed. <laughs> I was immersed in uh, that sport and that, uh, that story. And yes, of course, I remember the 48 hours that, um, that Dennis Rodman disappeared right before. I think it was like about i think it was like you know they were leading into a time where it was like Eesh. yeah he shouldn't have disappeared and he went with carmen electra to vegas and no one heard from him no one could reach him and uh and then he just showed up on game day ready to go it really ties into the other thing about changing your situation i mean he's like the only way i can rebound is if i have a stripper put her pussy in my mouth while my girlfriend watches. That's what they told him. They were like, you need to go do this. And like, what was that? What's the coach's name? Phil Jackson. Yeah, Jackson was just like, listen, I, I mean, that seemed so irresponsible to let him just go. But, uh, you know, he put in the work when he needed to. That guy, uh, Rodman knew how to focus. I met Rodman at um, the roast of Rob Lowe. And uh, he was like, he, he asked me like what I was doing after that. I it was I don't think he knew I was on the show. <laughs> like I don't I honestly and he had just like really bombed in a way that was so deeply uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> I turned it I turned into a stage mom. It went from being like, "Oh god, this guy tried to like kind of touch me in a weird way that I didn't like and hit on me" to like leaning forward in my seat going like, "You can do it. It's okay, Dennis," cuz he had to like restart a bunch and like it was like really HT dubs, you know? You know what's crazy about Dennis Rodman? He grew Hard ten to inches when he was twenty-one years old. Wow! Oh, I know that that was just you were just fingers crossed <laughs> that you had some of that Rodman 
like late stage spurt. Oh my God. Uh, if I grew 10 inches right now, oh my God. You know what? I was with a guy who is five, five, eight, I want to say the other day. And I, we were talking about uh, UFC and like the like how your reach is like very important. It's more important than your height. And I go, well, height and reach are the same thing because your wingspan, when you have your arms stretched out, is the same exact height as your height almost all the time. And so we measured it. I went against the wall and I did, you know, I measured my wingspan. It's exactly my height, like exactly. Mm. And it it checks out. But this guy... Um, his wingspan was three inches taller than what he was. And so, you know, you split that in half because each arm is an inch and a half. He was meant to be, uh, well, he was meant to be three inches taller and his, and his feet are bigger as are the size of usually a taller man's. And something happened where his height did not match up to the rest of his like body. Maybe his parents but generally, in like a cage, like veal, you know, they did, but we didn't think it was that. It, that was just for uh, that, you know, affected him psychologically, but not physically. <laughs> I want to do your wingspan. I want to check. I it have very long arms, short hands, but I bet you. I'm, I think you were meant to be taller. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, you know, there's a lot of NBA players. There's some NBA players that have a six. They're six, four and their wingspan six, ten. It's like, you know, I was talking about squirting yesterday and I go, I always thought I couldn't do it. You know, as a woman, I knew I could do it. But like, I thought that like, I, I just like. It wasn't going to happen for me. And Emil, Joaquim, who was with me, goes, oh, it's like dunking for dudes. And I was like, yeah, it's like a dunk tank when it happens. Dunkaroos. But like, like, guys dunk, like guys dunking, like short guys can dunk. You've seen it happen. And I even said Bugsy Moogs. And I fucked that up because it's Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> but he's like, he's a famous short guy that could dunk in the NBA. I mean, he was like, uh, Emil said he was like 5'4 five, five, or something. Like, yeah. But he never dunked in a game. he dunked. Oh, he did it, but he could dunk. But he could dunk. He, there, he's du- he, there's stories of him dunking. Yeah, Spud Webb could dunk. He's five seven. Yeah, go. Okay, so like a- anyone who's five seven can't be like, oh, I'm. Well, I could dunk if I was taller. Well, what about Webb Spud <laughs> or like Bugsy Mokes? <laughs> All right, we gotta go to Reddit dump. Let's do it quickly because my car is waiting for me. <laughs> and you know what? He can wait. This is your Reddit dump. Oh my god. We have the new Dude, that sounds I'm like so... you're taking a shit. It sounds Yeah, it sounds like I'm in a bathroom. Bathroom mode. Urinal mode. Uh okay, what is the most this is from um Ask Reddit. It says, What is the most disturbing thing to know? And this is just like a, a kind of like facts that people are like, this is the most disturbing thing. Um I read one that said pelicans are some of the most demonic birds in existence, if not some of the most demonic creatures. Pelicans will go into other birds' nests, shove the parent out of the nest. They will then swallow babies whole, fly back to their own nests, and regurgitate the still half-alive, partially digested babies to their own babies. Some pelicans are literally raised on the partially digested living flesh of other baby birds. That's horrifying. They're all a bunch of Jeffrey Dahmers with families. It's wild. <laughs> Another fact, if you try to grab the brain in its natural state, it will fall apart. When you see scientists pick up the brain, they have used chemicals to harden it. Oh, fuck. That's weird. Um, Okay. Uh, Anything can happen to anyone at any moment. I had my first seizure at 18. No family member has had epilepsy before. Never take anything for granted. It can all change in an instant. Well, fuck. I'm about to get on a goddamn plane, and I'm I'm scared I'm going to have a seizure on it. Man, I saw a woman get kicked off a plane in St. Louis. She had her kids were sucking on lollipops, and so they didn't have their masks on. And the flight attendant was like, when they were boarding, they told the woman like, "Your children need to have masks." And she was like, "Give me a fucking break." She kind of muttered it, and he goes, "You just cussed at me. You're off." out and she goes i didn't cuss at you and she goes, she goes did you hear me cuss at him like screams to the passengers and, she, and the kids are already like down down yeah. at the end of the plane and um she's like screaming at other passengers like did you hear me cuss at him and everyone's like i don't know lady everyone's just like filming her like we're not gonna help you and he goes ma'am you cussed at me and she goes i didn't cuss at you and he goes you said you said the f word and she goes i didn't say the or she goes i didn't say it i said I didn't, I didn't cuss at you. First she goes, I didn't cuss. I didn't cuss. So she was lying. Because then she goes, I didn't cuss at you. I said, give me a fucking break. That's what I said. But it wasn't to you. And he was like, it doesn't matter. Now you're cussing at me. I, you're off. 
I'm going to have the cops. So the cops had to come. Oh, my they God. And then the woman goes, come on, kids. We're getting kicked off the plane because I gave you suckers. Get And I go, these poor children. These poor. And you know what? After I post, I like posted a video of it. And I go, this poor lady. You know, I, I understand that these Karens are like awful people. But. And you want to just hate these people who have explosions, but something really bad has happened in this woman's life that has led her to like not be able to manage her anger like that. And like, it would just suck to be someone that acts that way. So I felt bad for everyone involved. Those poor fucking kids though. Yeah, I just feel like that guy kind of, I, I wasn't there, but if she just said, are you fucking kidding me under her breath to herself? You didn't have to, he escalated it. It sounded like too. He did. It was like a, Agreed. an ego thing. I'm sure he's gotten a ton I of shit. I would have done the same thing the woman did is what I'm saying. What's that? That's why I'm empathizing with. I would have had the same reaction the woman did, I think. That's why I'm empathizing yeah, with her. Yeah. It's like, she just said, give me a fuck. I've done that on planes. You know where I go, oh, I have to check my bag. That guy, I did it the other day. I was like, you told me to check my bag and that guy, you just let that man put his bag up. And it was like, this woman wasn't watching that man. Like, shut up, Nikki. Shut up. You've had a long day and you're being a bitch. Um, okay, one other thing that is uh, uh, on this Ask Reddit. This is, I love this. By the time you show symptoms of rabies, it's already too late. Oh, man. <laughs> you're going to die. So, okay, one, uh, one more Reddit thing. Uh, let's see. Oh, God, that was disturbing. Um, okay. Uh, I love the person, ooh. though, that got bit by a rabid dog and then they're showing signs and they're like, what could it be? Could, <laughs> could it have been the, um, the rabid dog? <laughs> uh, this is, uh, life, life pro tips where you just like learn something really think like that you should have known. LPT, life pro tip. If you need to quickly convert Celsius to Fahrenheit, oh. double it and add 30. Vice versa for Fahrenheit to Celsius. Subtract 30 and divide by two. It's not an exact conversion, but more of a temperature range. So then someone, this is why I liked this one. Someone said, um, this is like for the a little thing that you can memorize that uh, will help you with Celsius. Zero is freezing, 10 is not. 20 is pleasing, 30 is hot. One more time. Zero is freezing, 10, 10 is not. not. 20 is pleasing, pleasing. 30, 30 is, okay, and then someone converted that to Fahrenheit, someone that knows Celsius oh, only yeah, was yeah. like, 30 is freezing, and so, so 30 is freezing, 50, it, it works, 30 is freezing, 50 is not, right, 70 is pleasing, 90 is hot, I love that, I just thought I wanted to share that with besties, uh, I thought that was kind of cool, final thought, let's take us into our last uh, Reddit thing, um, how this was an ask Reddit? How far did you go in a game of truth or dare? How far would I go? At how far did you go? So it's just like people telling stories of how far oh, they okay. went. Someone said, "Someone said I picked up a hat and also some grapes with my butt." Wait, what? How do you pick up a butt with your hat with your or a, a hat with your butt? I mean, I would assume you just spread your cheeks and then like release them back to their natural state over a hat. And then maybe the hat had, had grapes in it. Uh, someone also said, I, I peed in the litter box in our basement. My mom thought the cat had a serious issue because it filled the whole box. My brother ratted on me and my mom played the, shit out of, played the shit out of me by saying she was going to have to put the cat down because of a bladder issue. I cried and told her the truth. That's a oh, cool man. mom. Uh, one set, person said, uh, and I, I highlighted this so I, I think I must have liked it. It says, when I was 13, my friend dared me to show my penis to his mom. She was just making lunch in the kitchen and I went for it. Her immediate reaction was, did Andy tell you to do this? All his friends do this to me. Apparently that was his go-to dare. <laughs> Is that your mom, dude? Did she call you Andy? I love that it's fucking like 15 dicks later. Ugh. Uh, and, and and Reddit makes me laugh so hard because people are commenting under it and said, that poor mother has seen some shit. And then someone says, that poor mother has seen some dick. And she, and like, people are just like, uh, oh, someone someone wrote the weirdest thing they did for a dare. All it says is ate a pencil. <laughs> no, no other details. Ate a pencil. Andrew, do Where you, would have you, you ever even done start? Ah. What's the weirdest thing you've done for I mean, a dare? You or like, because kids. A, you ever try to like, Remember when your pencil wouldn't be sharp and you didn't have a pencil sharpener, so you would try to chew on it to get yeah, it? Yeah, like to... strip it away. 
and it tasted that graphite. I mean, if I, you can't believe that someone can eat a pencil, no one can believe that someone can eat a pencil because you have chewed on myriad. Actually, I take this utensils. Back. I've chewed on a myriad of pencils. Yeah. In my Did life. you not hear me just say that, or is are we just are you crate challenging me and and saying the same thing in a different way on the way down? Did you say mirrored? Yeah. Shut up. I said myriad, but you said mirrored, and that's your crate <laughs> challenge of like just kind of phoning. I literally said the same thing. I go, "You've chewed on a myriad of utensils," and then you go, "I've chewed on a myriad of things." <laughs> of pencils. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Uh, if a woodchuck could chuck chuck, he would. He would eat a pencil. He would eat a pencil. Um, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done for a dare? Or like um, a thing that you've done because your friends were like, do this, dude. Oh, man. Um, damn, that's probably, that's hard. Uh, I think I. You what know, was I yours? Always, I, I think it was like probably admitting I watched porn once, like on a truth. And so, and then I thought it was going to be like accepted and everyone would be like, oh my God, so do I. But everyone was just like, what? You, what? And it was just like, oh no. And I, um, and I thought about jumping off a balcony after that because I was so scared they were going to tell Brittany Burke. What's, what is wrong with me? <laughs> that was in eighth grade. I watched porn uh, for a whole weekend. My parents were out of town. I don't know why they left us alone, but I, I convinced them and uh, we had pay-per-view like I mentioned before. And I, we had the I, we had it for free. Channel forty two was porn all the time, and I watched it all weekend long, all weekend long. It was awesome. I was so horny. I didn't even touch myself, but I was just jazzed up. I, and um, yeah, I thought of my be my best dare. Uh, okay, my, my brother Dan dared me to. Uh, there was ketchup packets on a plane, and he dared me to punch the ketchup packet, like make it explode. And I and I hit it and it <laughs> Oh my god. And it I went like on this like ninety five year old woman, uh -huh. woman's face, like just covered <laughs> with ketchup. Oh, that well was if we've learned one. anything today, ninety five is hot. Ninety five is hot, especially with ketchup on it. Yeah. Ketchup is uh what were you gonna I was gonna say something about you punching ketchup. Um yeah, you well, that's a joke. You, oh, and what, you. Um, what did the tomato? You, you should have gotten kicked off that plane. Someone should have kicked you off that plane. Not the woman that gave. All I did was give my kids ketchup. What did the tomato <laughs> say to the? Uh, wait, what did the tomato say after punching the other tomato? Uh, ketchup. Ketchup, man. Ketchup, oh. man. <laughs> and I just realized that when you said dare. Like my brother dared. I thought you were saying my brother dared because I always convert your dares to durs. Fred because Durst? you say, because you say, you know, daring this thing, daring the other. Like instead of during, you say daring. So when you said dare, I converted in my head to dur <laughs> for you. And it's I like when like, I was in Dur. Cayman Islands and I always would get in the the driver's seat of the the other seat of the car. I had to like convert it. And then when I went back to America, I kept getting another one because I would kept converting it. Well, uh, you I'm just divided by podcast. two and add thirty. Uh, add 30, then divide by two. It's backwards, I think. No, divide by two, then add 30. Then uh, subtract Noah's 30, divide Noah, by... Noah's giving me a Django Reinhardt, <laughs> but like uh, more of like, uh, she's just giving a nub. that She's doing after he had his last two figures removed of like, we have zero time. We gotta go, I gotta catch a plane. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't be out there and jackpot. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. 
Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.